So um, whatever it takes, though, we're going to work to make it better. Lord, it is good that we are here. This was Peter's words to the Lord on the Mount of Transfiguration. You may have seen my email on Friday. Uh, this past couple days, at the end of the week, I was down near Stillwater at Dunrovin Retreat Center, and we had a gathering called the Father William J. Bear Convocation. Father Bear was the rector at St. John Vianney Seminary from 1999 to 2010. He was the rector of the seminary while I was there at St. Thomas. And he died unexpectedly in 2018, five years ago. So this was an opportunity, kind of reunion. But also, maybe more importantly, to not forget what Father Bear had entrusted to us and taught us and called us to the magnanimity he called us to. I believe you would have a difficult time finding anyone who has as influential as Father Bear was to that many young men. Hundreds of young men went through St. John Vianney Seminary. There were so many men there at one point that Father Bear started to rent houses around St. Thomas campus because the seminary building couldn't hold all of them. And my last two years there, we actually rented one of the apartment buildings on the south part of campus to house all the men at St. John Vianney Seminary. Most of the men who entered college seminary actually would not become priests, only about 40% of them. The rest would go on to be husbands and fathers. And Father Bear knew that. So his focus at the beginning of a man's seminary days wasn't on teaching him priestly things, but on forming men so that they would become good priests, and therefore, if God did not call them to become priests, they would become good husbands and fathers, too. So this past week, we had about 35 men, uh, about half of them priests, half of them just laymen. Lord, it is good that we are here. That's what I felt like when I was among these brothers from my time at St. John Vianney Seminary. But unlike Peter, I was okay with coming down from the mountain on Friday. I'm always okay with coming down from the mountain at the end of vacations and times away because I love it here so much. I love being a pastor. I wanted to get back to work again with an increased conviction of being the best pastor that I can be. So today I just want to, fair, just want to share some of the, the thoughts, some of the ideas that I came away with, which I think is particularly relevant to the men here, but relevant to all of us as well. The first thing was that Father Bear emphasized fatherhood. Again, most of the men wouldn't even become priests, but all of them would become fathers in some way. A man needs to be a father. So he really wanted to squash and get rid of this bachelor mentality that our culture has today, especially for young people in their 20s. He would say a man is physically ready to be a father at the age of 14 or 15. It doesn't make sense 
that he lives until 30 to finally make a serious commitment. Bachelors live for themselves. They're selfish, but men are called to give of themselves to others. He said, the church doesn't ordain women, but she also doesn't ordain boys. She doesn't ordain boys. And he talked about the threefold aspect of a father. A father provides, he protects, but he also establishes. We kind of forget about that third one or maybe don't realize that. And therefore, in that sense, a true father is a grandfather. A true mother is a grandmother. Where only a father, once truly we become a grandfather, or a mother when we become a grandmother, or in my house with my mom in Oma, from her German heritage. You only become a father or a mother when you actually have established and see your children having families of their own. He emphasized leadership. A leader is someone who influences others. And even the distinction between peacetime leaders and wartime leaders. Oftentimes, those of you who understand a little war history and uh, history of wars throughout uh, the world know that oftentimes the leaders at the end of a war weren't the leaders at the beginning of the war, right? The war caused great men and leaders to rise up. And so leaders are those who have an impact. They leave a trace behind them. Father Bear emphasized pastoral charity, a love of others. I've mentioned that Hebrew word, hesed, H-E-S-S-E-D, hesed. It's this lasting, steadfast love, enduring, untiring. I, in my email, I included Father Bear's last rector's conference. I encourage you to listen to that, and you get some um, insight to the man and his vision for young men. He said, Our culture doesn't automatically make charitable people, those who are selfless, caring for others. Again, our society creates rather selfish self-absorbed, narcissistic. In a sense, it's a loveless culture. No real care or concern for others. We forget that we are our brother's keeper. We are responsible for our brothers and sisters, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. We have to be pulled out of this self-focus. He mentioned the importance of a pattern of faithfulness, faithfulness in small things. He emphasized hospitality. So if someone entered the seminary and was looking for someone or whatever, he would say, like, don't just stand there with your hands in your pockets like a stick in the mud. Go up to the person, shake their hand, ask them if they need anything, coffee, water, a pop or something. Hospitality was something very important to Father Bear at the seminary. He talked about bumping into charity, that when we're around people, we're forced to care for them. He gave us house jobs. We had chores to do. We had to clean the halls, the bathrooms, even the toilets. He created intentional leadership roles for these these men. He could have had the seminary staff do all the leadership in himself, but he actually created a leadership hierarchy. My second year, I was a trainer. I was in charge of uh, these five men. And then my senior year, I was an RA But not your typical kind of college dorm room RA. These RAs had leadership and responsibilities that they had to do for all those that they were entrusted to. 
Father Bear had kind of a principle, a kind of test to find out if uh, who are your real friends, those you can count on. He would say, if you really needed a hundred bucks, who would you go to? Who would be your friend, the one you could go to if you needed a hundred bucks in a pinch? It probably wouldn't be your fun-loving buddies at times, right? It would be one or another person that you really trusted. And we need to be those who people would come to if they needed a hundred dollars in a pinch. He pointed out that in our society, everything is fleeting. It's jump, 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 like lack of commitment. Guys would want to leave the seminary as soon as it was too difficult, and he didn't want them to. He wanted them to stick it out for a couple years, not even to discern the priesthood at the beginning, but just pour themselves out to growing in charity, growing in virtue and love and concern for others. He would say, true fathers stay True fathers persevere. Myself, I didn't even really discern the priesthood those first years at SJV. Um, I really tried to grow in my prayer life. I really tried to grow a pastoral, charitable heart. A lot of my time was given over to my hockey teammates. I still played hockey for about a year and a half while I was in the seminary. And so I really wanted to witness and to reach out to these guys who lived a very pagan, a very secular, materialistic life. It was only after my time at SJV that I actually kind of really discerned, okay, does the Lord want me to continue on this path to being a priest? So some questions I think that we can ponder is, how do we create our homes, families, that help our children to grow in charity, real concern for others? And what about a parish, a parish that helps people truly grow in charity and concern for others? It can be harder, I think, in a parish because we're not all here 24-7. But the more we create a community, a culture here, the more we spend time here, discipleship groups at our school, the more with our socials, the more we're forced to really care for each other and look out for each other, to be our brothers and our sisters' keeper. I think we can continue to do better with hospitality. How can we become even more and more hospitable here at Queen of Peace Parish? Father Bear was my priest hero. I never grew up with a model priest. It was only when I got to seminary that I found a priest that I wanted to be like and I wanted to follow in his footsteps. In particular, he was just overly generous. He just always poured himself out poured himself out like a libation, if you would. Two ways in particular. You know, he was the rector, so he was responsible for 150 young men. That was his responsibility, and he was responsible to bishops to form these men for their diocese. But he didn't stop there. He began a last chance Sunday night mass for all the kids on campus. At the end of his time there, he would have 300, 400 students uh, coming to Mass on a Sunday night. His Masses would be a half an hour long, five-minute homily, hit him right between the eyes. Kids would come, and then they'd go off and study for the rest of the night because they hadn't done anything for the weekend. Father Bear also started a Thursday night men's leadership, Catholic men's leadership group, where we would do a, a Bible study, and we'd have small groups, discussions. But it was this desire just to give and to give, 
that was the model and the example for us men, whether we would become priests or we would become husbands and fathers. And finally, I would say, he just spoke to my heart. He spoke to my desires, what God made me for, that the church had something to offer me, but also I had something to offer the church in God's kingdom. It was reciprocal. He talked about the masculine aspects of the faith, which I had never really heard before, an appealing way to young men who wanted to give themselves for something bigger than themselves, to sacrifice, to make their lives an offering to God, that it was going to cost us something. But that's okay because, as Jesus said, without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. And so the same goes for all of us, all of you here. The church has so much to offer you, obviously, redemption, forgiveness, grace, of course. But you also have so much to offer the church and the kingdom of God. So my friends, my alumni, who I, my brothers who I spent this time with, we came away from these last couple days, coming down from the mountain, convicted more than ever to be the men that we are called to be. In my lifetime, in my priesthood, I hope to be to give 10% of what I learned from Father Bear and what he witnessed to. I came away convicted, we did, to shake up the world. He would say that. He'd say, men, you need to leave and shake up the world. If I was allowed to, at the end of Mass, the final blessing, I would say, shake up the world <laughs> as your dismissal, but um, we won't do that. But let's have Queen of Peace, my friends. Let's have all of us follow the example of great men and women like Father Bear. Let's have all of us shake up the world.